Hey guys, welcome to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. Uh, with me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Robert. And for some reason, the screen is all crazy, and I don't know why. Because um, it, it did the wrong one. There we go. <laughs> it picked the wrong... I've got too many... Uh, I got too many uh, uh, sources on there, so it picked the wrong, <laughs> picked the wrong source. So it was all jumbled and crazy, jumbled and crazy. But for the live stream, anyway. But no, no, we're good now. We got it all figured out. So anyway, my name is John and Eric, Nathaniel, Robert. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's happening? It's Saturday night. <laughs> it is Saturday night. It's it is Saturday night. night. Yeah, it is. For you guys, I just got done eating dinner. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, we should have ate dinner, but I came home and took a nap. Um, <laughs> so I haven't eaten dinner yet. I've took a nap. Like uh, taco night for us. I had a terrible headache when we got done grocery shopping, and then we went over and saw the niece for about an hour and a half, and then we came home, and it was like seven o'clock. I'm like, I've got to lay down and try to shake this headache, and. Nikki was like, what, what about dinner? I was like, we'll just eat later, or I'll eat a bowl of cereal before I go to bed. <laughs> That's the standard. What do you want for dinner? Uh, well, hmm, I have a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm not going to complain. Well, what was funny was, is, I can't remember if it was last night or the night before last. I think it was Thursday night. Uh, I was out, or Thursday, I was out working, and I stopped and got Taco Bell on the way home. And uh, ate dinner, and then got home, and then Nikki was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay. Well, she's like, I don't want to fix anything. Let's go to Taco Bell. Oh, no. <laughs> I went, this is going to be a horrible mistake, but okay. <laughs> but did you get the same thing? No, no, no. I got something different. But, you know, to have Taco Bell twice in one day is within hours apart of each other. Could ooh, I could be disaster if you're not... <laughs> You're not careful. He's going in a he's going in a direction. Ooh, yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> but, but we're not here to talk about digestion and Taco Bell. I mean, unless you mm. want to. I mean, it's it's up to you. Uh, Probably but, not the best. Okay, all right then. Well, we'll just talk about games like we always do. So uh, we'll talk about what we've been playing. It's been actually a couple of weeks since we've done a regular show. Uh, I had family in the last time we were supposed to do an episode. So. Um, so we've got a lot of news to talk about and a lot of games that we've played. Um, I'm trying to see. It looks like me and Eric have played a couple of the same things. I played the Division 2 beta. That was the private VIP beta that I played. I have mm-hmm. not played. The open beta is going on right now. Um, I actually liked it. I liked it better than the Division 1. Um, did you? What was your thoughts on it, Eric? Oh, I liked it. It... Um... It feels a lot of like so. If you like Division One, you're gonna like this game. It feels a lot of the same. There's some yeah. cool little tweaks with like the weapons and the customization. Um, also, the didn't one thing I did notice anybody was a bullet sponge. <laughs> yeah, the buildings and stuff still remind me of the first game. Going in these places and like it's yeah. pretty much empty, which is how it's supposed to be. But I'm like, oh, it's gonna be kind of cool to have one thing. Yeah. There. But I liked it. Played nice. Um, I'm not certain if I'm going to get a day one. I know you're very on it, but for yeah. me, I'm kind of like, well. We'll see what else is out at that time, and I mean, I know there's at least a couple people that said they play, but I'm like, well, maybe I'll get on PC. It's actually it's coming out at a good time for me anyway. You know, mid March, there's really nothing major coming out. So you know, we were playing Anthem the other night, and my buddy was like, Are "You um, you going to get the Division 2? I went, "Yeah, I think I am," and he was like, "Okay, well, I'll get it too." And probably what's going to be is me and him is going to co-op through the story and 
that'll probably be about it until new story content comes up, and then we'll probably play through it. You know, story. Well, you want some PvP more. action? Probably some not. Of the PV- did I you did some of the dark zone stuff uh, with a buddy? Yeah. Um, I did. I I finished the single player by myself pretty much. I, I played a couple times with other people. Yeah. But uh, I did the PvP stuff with a buddy for a while. But you really need a dedicated yeah. squad if you're going to do the PvP. I think it's. Four men or more? Uh, yeah, it was four. I don't know what it is this time around, if it's the same or the not. The two of us would just get screwed a lot. So yeah, and that's what happened with us. And we just wouldn't, we just didn't care for it. So <laughs> we played it with single player. I was surprised, though, with the Division 1. I, I wasn't really certain what I would expect. And yeah. I, I, did, I did enjoy it. So in a nutshell, I will probably enjoy the second one. Yeah, so, so. I, I mean, so far I like the story. The graphics seem to have gotten a little bit of bump. Yeah. Um, you know, even gun though I mean, still really nice. Yeah, so I mean the gun plays nice. Each gun is feels different. Um, <clears throat> my thing is, so far I hadn't, I didn't bump into any bullet sponge bad guys like you did in the yeah. first one. There was a lot of times you just empty out your ammo stock trying to kill people, and it was ridiculous. But um, this one seems a little more balanced. They know what they're doing this time around too, so it's a little, a little bit better, I think. But I like the setting. I know a lot about, you know, grew up visiting D.C. once or twice a year, you know, every year because my brother lived over there. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, look, there's that land. Oh, look, they're in Ford's Theater where they set up a base. You know, that's kind of neat. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, this and that. So, um, but we'll, like I say, we'll play through the through the campaign however long it is, and we usually do it all co-op. So, but we'll pick it up. I mean... Nothing, yeah, nothing like, else. You got, you got somebody to time. play with. That's a great way to have it. Play the co-op. Enjoy. There needs to be more games that have co-op campaigns like that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been playing, actually, a lot of this week was Anthem. Um, really wasn't planning on playing that much, but my buddy was actually off uh, the first part of the week, so I played it Saturday and Sunday by myself, and then Monday, 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 Tuesday, and Wednesday we played as a group. And we actually have had a really good time with it. We've had no um, loading issues or drops or weird things that everybody online is banging their heads with and screaming and shouting about. So I'm guessing we just maybe lucky. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of I know a lot of the, the people that I follow that I, I, I on Twitter that are playing it said that they're stepping away from it until they get the technical issues. But we haven't had any technical issues, so <laughs> we've actually I think I'm level dodged a bullet seventeen or eighteen I think something like that. What's uh, max level? I you know what I don't even know. 30. Is it thirty? See, I don't yep. even know what max level is. We I have not looked. I didn't do any research on the game. It's like. I haven't done any backstory lore looking or, you know, how in-game is or nothing. We're just playing it. And, I mean, so far it's pretty cool. I like how you unlock the different um, javelins, which is nice. That was one of my main gripes with Destiny was is when you finish the main campaign or you want to start another character, you had to play that whole campaign over again to really level it up and get weapons and stuff. So it's like if you wanted one of each character you ended up having to play that campaign over three times and usually about halfway through the second one it was just like our second time playing it was just like i want to play it again but there was no other way to level it you know at least with the javelins the way it is this one you may be a little weak but things scale so you can rerun story missions with people or just do free play and you know you'll start leveling that equipment up really quick 
mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. So you don't actually have to go through the whole story again, um, which I definitely appreciate nice. that. Yeah, uh, and it really is. And we've kind of started playing it and figured out, well, to have a really good time, we need a tank. So we need somebody being a Colossus. And, of course, I'm the the ranger guy which is kind of like the equivalent of the hunter i guess you would say i just do nothing but run around and shoot things um <laughs> which is fine with me that's well i just can't find a machine gun that i like as always you know that's the way it is and, um but uh all the time but uh, yeah i mean but man the colossus uh we were they were one of the guys was playing with colossus he could literally just run around and bulldoze over people with his shield and it was like yeah the colossus is going to get nerfed here when they first do it <laughs> <laughs> a big update because they're just not going to let you run across to run. run it's a run bummer. Ramp I usually everybody. play the tank classes. Yeah, a tank. It's pretty cool. I mean, you can't fly as far. I mean, it's a great big bulky thing, so you're not fast. But man, you got a a huge grenade launcher and a great big machine gun. Those are your two weapons with a shield the size of you know the, your Colossus and. It's interesting. I I like it. It's very cool. It's very pretty. Um, and like I said, we haven't had any technical issues like most people have. So I guess it's chalk yeah, it up to technical issues on every platform too. So it's not like it's just one. Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, we have. I think the longest load time we had was maybe almost a minute, and that was one time when we were logging into free play. But most of the time with the story modes, it's less than 30 seconds, and we're boom, boom, boom. So I think the thing with the loading screens that bugs most people is just the way that the uh, game runs, is you have loading screens for so many different things mm-hmm. that like you can get caught in a bunch of loading screens in a row. It's not that any yeah. individual one is super crazy, but when you're doing like four or five loading screens in a row from what you're trying to do, then it gets kind of annoying. Well, and one thing that I found, you know, a lot of people, when I went out, and maybe I just didn't think about it at first, but every time I wanted to start a mission, I would go, you know, I'd go all the way around the, 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 the place and get um, pick up missions and then walk all the way back to where my javelin was and hop in my javelin. Well, I don't actually have to do that. Once I'd pick up all my missions, I could actually hit the triangle button and just launch the mission from where I'm standing, which saves load times because you don't have a loading screen when you jump into the other screen. So you can just go boop, boop, and you only have one loading screen, not two loading screens, which, you know, for the longest time, I was walking from one end of the map in the, in the fort to the other and be like, Man, it sucks. I have to walk all this way. And it's like, oh, wait, I could just hit triangle and zap right to that mission uh, or right to the mission selection screen. So Yeah. One of the things that I've heard that would bug me if I was playing it is if you want to change your loadout right after you start because you try something, you're like, I don't like it. You'd have to go all the way back yeah, to change to. it out rather mm-hmm. than being stuck with it. And doing <laughs> that too many times in a game that's based around loot, you're just kind of like, eh could get old if you like to swap things a lot yeah and that's and that's what we found we would um you know we would uh at the end of every mission it we would go back to the fort and i would usually go into the forge and immediately swap my weapons then go into the fort and talk to everybody and get my new missions and then come back um when we were doing free play we would just walk around for maybe do little free play things for 20 or 30 minutes and then go back and do it because you didn't want to go back every time because then you'd have to load in, go to the forge, then load it, and then load out again. I think 
if they don't do this, I'll be surprised. I figure they'll do an Anthem app like Destiny did that will allow you to swap, hot swap things from the app. That's what Destiny did. So you could download the app. You could be out in the middle of the game and go people pop, and I can immediately just switch hmm. my loadout on the app on my phone. It's kind of interesting. They they may do that. They may not. I don't know if they'll die. do that or not. It could just be an engine thing where how they built the game it just doesn't work that way it could be it would certainly be nice if you could yeah i don't know we'll see i mean it's still you know they've only done two small patches to it so yeah i mean the game hasn't been out technically for that long really so and they've done quite a bit of patches in that time so maybe it'll be something they add on in all the content that's coming yeah it could be i don't know but i mean we're enjoying ourselves and like i said it's when we're trying to do all the story missions together because what's funny is is I kind of got ahead of everybody where I was playing and they didn't start until that Monday so I played deep into the story on sat you know on Saturday and Sunday then when we got up together Monday I wasn't the team lead the other guy was but the missions that we were doing were actually missions that I had not they they didn't and you couldn't tell the difference when you got in and when you got into the team load screen where you pick a mission and load up and everything like mm-hmm. that the whoever has control of it is the one that picks the missions so instead of having just their missions that the team leader has it has everybody's missions in there so we were just taking the top ones and going down well what we realized was we were doing my missions <laughs> so they had went through and done all this stuff and then when i wasn't on they had to go back and they started talking to people. They're like, "Oh, well, here we go. We got to go do all these missions again because they're missions." <laughs> so it's like, I don't know how they're going to fix that because that's a little weird to me. Because the whole time I thought we were playing missions, I was thought I was playing missions over again, and realized that I wasn't. We were playing missions that they needed. Yeah, it should to play be over like again. whoever's hosting should have their missions and everything yeah. else fine. Yeah, that would have made much more sense. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works because by the time it was just me and the other guy playing, we just did free play, so we didn't do any of the mission stuff. So when I when we stopped playing the other day, we were all at the same okay. spot because I kept going, "No, don't choose that mission. That's my mission. You want to choose the mission below yeah, that one, so you don't have like, to do like, it again." <laughs> missions with Fallout seventy six, based on like depends on like whose game you join. Like if I join my yeah. brother and he's one, and I join his party, and he has certain missions he's working on. We can't really work on mine. We have to work on his. Right. And it's like. It's kind of like, nah. yeah, and I don't mind playing missions over again because you get the same XP and loot if you play it again. So it was like, I don't mind playing them over again. And they really didn't either. It didn't really make a big deal to them. But at the same time, it's like, man, I hate for you to get ahead in the story and then have to, when I leave, you go back and you have to play this over again. <laughs> yeah, it's always a bummer. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there was a setting or something. I, I really don't know. I don't know if maybe there was a setting in the in the host menu that would, you know, whoever the team lead was could, you know, I don't know. We didn't, didn't look that far into it. We didn't care. So, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that's all I've been playing. Um, Robert, what have you been playing? Looks like you've only been playing one game. So Yeah, I've, I've been trying to do some, some catch-up. Since there isn't anything big for me coming out until Devil May Cry 5 next week. Which you I'm didn't super get the new about. Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> no, I, I never played through the second one completely. So this is actually my, I want to say, third or fourth time starting this game over now. Um, <laughs> so this is it. This is the last time I'm gonna try try to play through this game. So I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm probably about four hours in at this point. I just got past the prologue section again. 
Uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good the first time I played it. Yeah. Here we are, three times later. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to put in some more time so that I can finally be done with it and cross it off the list. Yeah, really? Jeez. That's crazy. But um that giant backlog. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I can get caught up. I don't think there's anything besides Devil May Cry five that I'm expecting to get for a while. Actually I don't even know what's coming out after that. I until mean, the fall. Sekiro later this month. I have thought about getting that one. It looked really cool. I did order the steel book just to have it. it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I went ahead and ordered the at Amazon. You could order the steel book for a dollar, so I went ahead and ordered the steel book. So it's like if I ever get this game, I'll already have the steel book for it. So uh, I have thought about getting it, but it's like next month is Division, and there was something else next month that was coming. And I don't remember what it was, and I was like, I don't want to. I'm not going to be here, so it's like I don't want to pile too many games in. The division's one thing, yeah. but you know, if it's a Switch game, then that's fine. But I don't remember what it is now. Hmm. Well, anyway, so is this the is this the Kingdom Hearts that you should play before <laughs> you play Kingdom Hearts three? I don't know. There's so many Kingdom Hearts games out there. There's one point, two point five, no, and two point seven. So Every single one. Every single one. I'm I'm not I'm not like a super fan. Like I, I, I really, really enjoyed the first one and that's really the only one I had enjoyed. Yeah. Um but from what I hear from my friends who are much more into Kingdom Hearts than I am, they say they're all really important as far as story is concerned. Oh my but I've also been hearing that, you know, if you jump into Kingdom Hearts three, like it doesn't matter. Because if they want you to know something about the story, they're just going to drill it into your head. Well, that makes Again, sense. Yeah. This is just uh, what I've been hearing since I haven't played it. But the story doesn't make sense regardless. So, <laughs> just you could start with the third one. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> but it's like I know there was or two points. Yeah, that's that's usually what I do is I just ignore it. I mean, I, I... <laughs> not not a bad decision. But I enjoyed the first one, so I want yeah. to see it through. I've been waiting, I don't know, fifteen years for for Kingdom Hearts three. So yeah, well, it's like she'll probably get I'm to like, it. Eh, maybe I'd like to play. It. Nah, it's like, and then I then I get to look at the things. It's like Kingdom Hearts two point seven five HD plus right? yeah. with bonus <laughs> content. And it's like, what the... I don't even understand. They don't know how to name things. Well, I know. I it's, know. It's, it's... I'm a big Disney fan, uh, and I was, you know, I'm a big Square fan, so to me it was great. Um, I enjoy it, but it, it's very cringy. Like, it... Yeah. It, you have to really like the source material. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing the first one on PS2, and I thought it was okay, you know, I mean, I, but I wasn't a huge... That's fair. I wasn't a huge fan. It really is just okay. But... Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was fine it for was what cool. it was. And at the time, it was kind of like, whoa, a Square Enix game with Disney characters. Yeah, and, and that was the big thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like, like... If you you go back and you deconstruct it, it's, it's not, you yeah. know, this phenomenal game. It's fun. It's an action RPG, and right. it's lighthearted, and I like seeing... Final Fantasy characters interact yeah. with Disney characters. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, for what it was, I I appreciate it, and I you know, and I'm I'm glad it exists. But at the same time, it's like, do I really want to play it? Eh, I don't know. There's this. It's kind of like it's a headache, man. Yeah. I'm just invested at this point. It's like I've got so many <laughs> other games that could give me a headache that I really need to play. It's like, do I really need one more on top of the pile? That well, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, but. But it's cool that you're having a good time with it. Now that's on. Okay, it is on PS4. See, I don't yeah. even know what one is on. I remember well, when see, it came I, out on I, PS3, and then well, it was, this was it was originally a PS2 game, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I I had it on the PS2, and I got I don't know halfway in, and I just said, you know what? I think I'm done with this game. 
because I, I I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. Yeah. But I always regretted never finishing it. So then, you know, it came out on the PS3. My roommate had it. I played it on the PS3. Somehow stopped playing it, I guess. And <laughs> that was probably about another six hours in. So here I am again, starting it on the PS4 this time. Yeah. We'll see how That's far we get. That's motivated. He's going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And it will be a huge accomplishment when he does. And we'll all give him a clap. For... <laughs> just, just a little clap. But then i got to start the third one. So. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the, the third ones. I've seen some of the graphics on it and some gameplay videos. It looks really, really good. It looks know? pretty. Yeah, yeah for it sure. It looks pretty. So. Well, I, I tried to watch some of like, the side stories that they put on the disc from the different handhelds. And, oh, my God, it was awful. It was like three hours of awful game boy like cutscenes, <laughs> and i was just it was always oh i felt so bad I, I had michelle next to me and she's like how long is this thing i'm like i don't know maybe an hour and a half three hours later and it's literally like the same three scenes over and over and over again see i think i would just and, go read, oh, the, read the wikipedia about it and just be i should have <laughs> i thought i was gonna i thought i was at least gonna get some trophies out of it but they took the trophies out of the ps4 version for some reason really oh, never again that. oh my god uh, that's that's terrible I'll just read it. It's fine. Yeah, really. (laughs) I'll watch a recap in five minutes or something. Yeah, really. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's done a video that has Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 in three minutes. I mean, I'm almost positive there's probably one out there. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Lord, in a minute, they're just going to buzz through and you're going to be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, really. So, Eric, you have a very long list of stuff you've been playing other than The Division. A couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so let's start at the bottom. We'll make it interesting. We will go... Start in the middle. (laughs) 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 Make it interesting. You know what? Let's start with uh, the PC. So I've been playing uh, a beta code for Warhammer Chaos Band. I can't really talk very much about it, but I'll say it's kind of like a hack and slash. So if you like like Diablo or Gauntlet, it's all in that form. Yeah. It's just really easy to play. A couple different classes. Um, you'll find something that fits you. It's fun. Um, a little repetitive, but we'll see how it uh, shakes out. It looks and plays pretty good. And it so, looked pretty cool. Pretty small game <clears throat> so far, at least uh, file size-wise on Steam. But yeah. I'm enjoying that. Spent a couple hours of that today, and I was like, all right. I can definitely see myself playing this, especially if I had somebody to play with. Um, let's see. What else? I picked up a bunch of... Um, few Wii games I had been uh, missing that I never actually... Oh, oh, that's not true. I owned Resident Evil Darkside Chronicles at one time, I think when I first had my Wii and must have herded it in, but I like that game a lot. I like the Resident Evil shooting games a yeah. lot for the Wii, and I have the other one, Umbrella Chronicles, but Darkside Chronicles is a lot better. Yeah. And my wife likes the shooting games on the Wii, so it's another game we can play together. Yeah. Plus, she's kind of interesting. Gets kind of interested in Resident Evil, so... Yeah. Um, also pick, I didn't play this, but I also picked up the Punch-Out game for Wii, which I had been looking for for a long time. Yeah, that one's a really like good bucks. one. I love that mm-hmm. one. I should try that. Yeah, it's fun. And I, I think they also had a Demon Blade, too, so I can play that as well. I haven't played that one. Is Punch-Out the one with Little Mac? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, so you like, good. if you like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on the NES or Super yeah. or the Punch-Out you'll on like Super Punch-Out, punch out. you'll love the Punch-Out on the Wii. It's really, really yeah. good. It's one of the. I yeah. think it's one of the best games on the console. Yeah, and I, I'm eager to try it. I'm like, yes, finally. Yeah. It's not that it's... I mean, I think there's at least one or two GameStops in town that had it, but I'm pretty sure I... We always it. had one in stock, I yeah. felt like. And then yeah, it was a Greatest Hits game for like 20 bucks. Well. Yeah. 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 But I was like, yeah, I'll just wait till a local guy... Had a cheaper. Let's see what else I've been playing. I never uh, picked it up. I should have. 
I've seen another cheap copy, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, for Dreamcast, I recently... I got Marvel vs. Capcom 2 for 40 bucks from a friend, which good. is a pretty good deal for its mint condition. Yeah. There's a buddy that uh, I had traded. He bought a couple things for me at a convention about a year ago. One of the games didn't work, so he was holding this copy for me, and he just kept dropping the price. And I bought a couple other things, and this came out to 40 bucks. Fantastic game. Plays yep. like the arcade if you've never played it. Yeah, I have it. Another local game. friend was selling all of his Dreamcast games, or most of the games he's not going to play. He had Dynamite Cop. Uh, I don't have that one. I love that I, one. I paid a little, I paid below market, but not that much for it. I don't even never know how much it. it's worth now. I don't know. 50 plus. Really? Yeah. Crap. I, I had it's, it back in the day, and I loved it, and I don't know if I've traded it or loaned it to somebody and never got it back or what, but I don't have it anymore. I mean, it's like Zombies Revenge or Die Hard Arcade. Yeah, um, it's actually a sequel to Die Hard Arcade. Do you remember it back in the day, did it? I tried it on my Dreamcast, and it seemed like sluggish, like it would take forever. Like Maybe it's because of like maybe that some of the uh, like QTE scenes, you do something, and then you're waiting. And maybe. I don't. It's been so long since I played it, I really Dreamcast don't remember. Jack, but the game, the game disc is in great shape, and the Dreamcast reads everything else just yeah. fine. So. I have a burned copy of it. I don't have an original anymore. That's why I say I don't know, I don't know Plus, why I didn't have the original. It's just weird. It's, it's one of those games where people are like, you need to play this. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to treat myself and get it and see what it's like and so far I liked it so far I just gotta figure out what's going on with the weird problems uh, that's one of my favorite games uh, that's I got to thinking about it the other day it's like I really need a copy of Die Hard Arcade for the Saturn and it was like I need to see you let me get let me get uh, Dynamite Cop out and play wait I don't have it anymore and it's like I didn't even realize that I didn't have it anymore so I had a weird copy of it for some reason I'm playing a little couple things for uh, Nintendo Switch been playing some Smash, still progressing my way through that. Been Have you unlocked everybody yet? I don't know. No. <laughs> it's like, not hard to do. I know, but I only I play it like once every couple of days, and I play with it. Enjoy you just gotta, it. you just gotta know the tricks. Yeah, you can do it in like three hours. Three hours? Yeah. yeah. A lot of Smash. A lot of sit down play. Three hours is not a lot of Smash. <laughs> three hours later, my wife's like, "What are you doing? Playing Smash still?" Um, played a little bit of Tetris 99. That's pretty fun. I need mm-hmm. to go back to it and yeah, work on my skills with it. Yeah, it's very fun. I'm just not very it's good at it. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of scared to play it just because I I don't play Tetris. I'm really bad at it. But hey, it's Tetris. Yeah, it's Tetris. I mean, yeah. I and then yeah. So uh, PS4, I got jumped back into Red Dead 2, try to finish the epilogue, and after about half an hour, I was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have a hard time back into this because it's just like oh i have to ride on my horse and i have to go all the way over there and i'm like oh i really wish i could play something else so after half an hour past like all right different game is there no fast travel eh, there he is, there is if you can get travel. on a train or you know i mean it's okay but most of the time you know you need to go to point a to b and the train will place <laughs> in between mm-hmm. you know yeah. Daniel in the Daniel in the chat says he could set and play Smash for an entire eight hour shift. <laughs> so there you go. You've got you've got <laughs> the mark has been set. You have to hit that mark. I, I don't have Smash, so I can't hit that mark. So, I was yeah. sick a couple week a couple weeks ago, and I was out, and I didn't do much on the weekend. That's what I should have done. Just binge through Smash. Um, I bought Metro <laughs> Exodus. I haven't opened it yet. 
playing that because I liked all the other Metro games. Yeah, I've heard um, good things. I've heard it's very short. There is most of the people that I followed on Twitter like beat it in like two days. For I can let you know once I play it. Okay, because <laughs> I have yeah. it as well. I played Apex with a couple of my friends. It's you know your usual three on three battle royale game. I mean it's fun. Uh, since it's free, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of craziness going on. Um, played some more Mafia Three. That's been pretty fun. Um, still progressing toward the end, and that's that's about it. Yeah, cool. Well, Nathaniel, what have you been playing? I've been playing quite a few different things since the last show. Most of it was uh, Subnautica because I put about forty hours into that game. Wow. Like it that I much? Finished then, it. Huh? Yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially once you start getting to it. Because at first, it's like, hey, it's just a survival game. Get stuff so that you don't die. Like, get some food, get some water, yeah. and, uh, uh, build a little bit of a base. But then, as you start exploring more and more, you find a bit more of the like actual story in the game, and you get more of it fed through. Because you also have like this radio that will broadcast stuff to you every once in a while and kind of point you like, hey, there's like a, a life pod over here that might have a thing in it. Or here's a wreck over here, and you. What is he things. doing? I don't know. You don't want to know. He's going to turn the camera now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Apparently, he was looking for something under the couch. That's what he's <laughs> And if you are not V-Live viewers, you're missing it because it is funny to see him crawling around on the floor. But anyway, go ahead, Nathaniel. Anyway, I'm very sorry. Got distracted there. You don't crawl on the floor. You crawl on the <laughs> No, so like you get more and more powerful as you go too, and then the more gear that you get, the deeper you can go and find more stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's all this cool like actual storyline to it. It's not just like hey, survive, blah blah blah, like an arc or something like that. Kind of is. It has some of the elements of that. So you have all the different aspects of like hey, here's all these blueprints you can build for you know your base and build different things. Some of it's just cosmetics. Some of it's got functions to it. You can eventually build both, like, and you can get a mini sub that you get earlier on. You get, like, a four-person sub that you have to run by yourself. Mm -hmm. But they describe it as a four-person sub. So it's, like, a bigger one that you can then put one of your smaller vehicles, which is that one mini sub, or a mech that you can also build. That's good for walking around down on the seafloor, and you can attach different arms to it. So you get, like, a grapple and a drill arm was my favorite. Because you can use the grapple to like kind of traverse really quickly. So you use it kind of like a hook shot or something in Zelda. It's similar to that. Yeah. And then the drill, you have like little deposits you can drill, but you can also drill in a, some of the like uh, angry fish, we'll say, in the face when they try to attack you. <laughs> the Just angry do fish. <laughs> don't do it to any of the Leviathan class things. They're huge, you will die. Mm. There are some big, scary things in that game. It was, it's really good with the atmosphere of like, okay, the deeper you go, the darker it kind of gets. Yeah. Usually, and then there'll be like all sorts of different plants that glow and things to kind of get light, even though you're way deep down. But then it's like 
really good sound design that just kind of like gets in your head, especially if you're playing with headphones on. And you're just like, you know, I it's going along. And you're like, oh man, I only have this much food in my inventory, yeah. and I only have this much battery power left, so I don't want to get stranded. And oh crap, I hear something over there. Like, do I want to really keep going deeper, or do I need to go back and get more supplies? It's really good to kind of do yeah. that. Kind of work. I actually watched uh, several let's plays of that when it was when it first came out back in the day yeah. when it was new, and it seemed very interesting. Um, I don't know why I haven't, I've never, never actually went and bought it. I, I need to, but I don't know. Is, I just, is it on, is it on Xbox now as well? Did I see? I thought so. I thought, I thought I'd saw it was on Xbox. <laughs> anyway. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back, Harry. <laughs> or you, well, you're crawling. Cats, you... Cats got in here and I had to catch the kitten. Oh, <laughs> We were wondering. We were side. wondering what you're you're hitting the floor for, but it was like, <laughs> grenade. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind the other cat, but the kitten heel. He'll, he'll get into pretty much everything. Oh, I figure those kittens. You should have let him. Yeah, chew through the cables. You know. Yeah, you know. Hey, what's this? No. Yeah. <laughs> don't bite that, sir. That's the power strip. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, people got to, got to yeah. see me crawl around like an idiot. But oh well. Yeah, that's so I know there's probably a few things that I missed in there, but I ended up going through the whole storyline and building the rocket and blasting off the planet at the end of the game. So, Subnautica, very good if you've not played it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Looks really cool. It's fun because it has actual like goals in there. It's not just freeform sandbox like some of the other survival type games like that are. So. Right. Kind of keeps you going, like okay, well, I want to go down to that area, but to do that, I have to build this gear. And in order to do this gear, I should probably have this in my base to make it easier to get the materials. And so it kind of just builds on itself pretty well. Right. Uh, let's see. I've been playing. I played some Tetris ninety nine. It's Tetris with ninety nine other people. You can get more strategic than that. Of like, okay, you learn how to attack specific people if you really want to, or like the type of. Uh, things you want to go for knockouts or you want to go for people who are attacking you can switch kind of the auto thing but you can also literally attack specific ones right. that you'll see on like the edges of the screen what was your highest uh ranking of it i think the highest i've gotten is maybe like 30 something i don't remember yeah. i should play yeah it's yeah, i was that's an overwhelming the first time wait what am i doing oh it's like battle royale with tetris oh boy I tell you all what, these strategies and stuff. The the first the the ones that I have seen is the, a lot of the plays. I'll catch a little clips on Twitter. <laughs> Some of these people, it's just like, oh my gosh, I get, I can't do that. My my brain will not work that fast. It's like, <laughs> well, it's definitely people who have played a lot of Tetris will do well at this game because. It's more like, okay, here's my mindset for building it in a certain pattern in order to keep... I see these pieces are coming up next, so I can do this, this, and this, and that'll give me a whole thing that I can knock a bunch out at once. Right. It's definitely a mindset that not everybody is great at. The way they do the progression is kind of interesting. It's like the number of people that are left in the game controls the speed at which Mm -hmm. the blocks fall. So once it's like... 50 are gone, then it starts going faster. Right. And certain, you know, certain levels of the blocks just start coming faster. And then also you're starting to get more junk from people because as you build up, there's different things that give you make it where you give more. So I think every time you knock someone out, out you get like a little bit more powerful. So you're dropping more junk on other people. And, but yeah, in the end, it's like, hey, I'm playing Tetris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yep. That's fine. I like Tetris. I just... But yeah, for a cool like... 
free in quotes game that comes with the online well, yeah. system. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth getting to have Tetris on your Switch. Oh, free. I wonder what will happen if and when the online system ever goes away. That game will just cease to function if it doesn't. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Unless they would just say, "Here's Tetris," and, you know, <laughs> convert it. Into yeah, just convert Tetris it into regular Tetris. I mean, that'd be the only thing I would see. So. Yeah. I've been the uh, Nathaniel. Yeah. In the uh, in the chat here, Daniel's asking if we're fans of Dark Souls and if we've heard of Ashen. He says I it's have. like an indie Souls game. I figured I'd let you take I'm the, the reins until on Ashen this one. Ashen comes to Steam because I don't want to do the uh, Epic Store or whatever that's uh, exclusive to on PC yeah, right now. So. I definitely want to play that game. I've seen some footage of it and stuff like, yep, that looks yeah, like right. kind of Dark Souls light. Or, you know, it's kind of got the Dark Souls vibe to how the world works and going through, but there's also, like, NPCs that travel with you and things, too, that makes it a little less, like, isol- you don't feel as isolated as you would in a Dark Souls game. <laughs> that game, look- I like the art style and stuff I've seen of it. It looks really cool. Yeah, I've seen a little definitely bit of one it. That's it cool. Definitely one that's beyond my radar, but I just haven't gotten to it because I just, like, I have plenty to play, and I'm not going to go just get the Epic Store just for that when I have all this other stuff. I'll wait till because it's supposed to come to Steve at some point. Yeah. It looks cool. I like, I like Dark Souls games fine. I don't... They're not my favorite games. I'll play them every once in a while. But that one does look cool. I am interested in it. Yeah. But I'm, That's why I'm really I, interested I, in I really Sekiro. enjoy the Souls games. I've never completed one, but... I love them. I play each and every one of them as they come out. I've completed one and two and got most of the way through three, but didn't end up finishing that one. <laughs> I understand the server purpose. I'm terrible at them, and they're not for me. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I wish they made it easier to do co-op, because I, I yeah. find those games extremely fun in co-op. Yeah, they are yeah. pretty cool co-op. I mean, I'm looking forward to thing is like, oh, From Software's obscure. next one. Yeah, Sekiro looks really awesome. Like they've switched up the formula enough to make it feel a lot different, but also still have enough of some of the similar things, so it won't be completely, completely different. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to see how that one turns out. Yeah, I am too. Um, I might actually, like I said, yeah. like we said a little while ago, I might actually get that one. <clears throat> I got uh, expensive new toys since last time we recorded too, so I have a brand <laughs> new 4K TV, and of course I got an Xbox with it so that I can play 4K Blu-rays. Because I'm crazy. <laughs> Who buys physical movies? <laughs> I buy physical movies, but I only use the you digital buy physical everything. Well, I buy. I, I, let me tell you something. In the past ten years, I guarantee the past ten years, the the Blu-rays I have bought have never been taken out of the cases and put in the Blu-ray player. I buy the physical media, but mm-hmm. I watch the digital downloads. And see, I I, 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 can't I do the same thing. But then I just sell them my Blu-rays as soon as I get them for cheaper. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just got a free movie, so yeah. it's fine. See, I, but I, I just can't just go, oh, I need to buy, like Spider, uh, the Spider-Verse movie you know, came out Tuesday. It's like, oh, man, I really ought to watch that. Well, let me just pre-order the DVD. It'll get here in two weeks, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> then, I'll watch the, then I'll watch the streaming version of it in two weeks. I can wait <laughs> for that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Digital for me. But I'm weird that way, though. But I, I'm, you know, and that's what I don't understand. I'm fine buying most games digital now if I really want to, unless it's something I really, really, really want to have physical. But I can't let movies go for some reason. And I guess it's because, like, you know, Ultraviolet shutting down, uh, the Sony digital thing is shutting down. It's like. You know, they're either going to box me into a corner and I'm only going to be, you know, on Amazon, which I'm fine with. I don't think Amazon's ever going to shut down, you know. 
But it's like, man, what if Voodoo shuts down and then I lose? I've got 200 digital movies on there and then they're just <laughs> gone. You know, it's like, I don't know. I just, I can't trust myself. Uh, you know, I can't trust myself to go full digital with movies yet. Because yeah. Daniel says he just rents them on YouTube. Who who does that? (laughs) Rents them on YouTube. Okay. (laughs) If I was going to rent them, I would rent them on Amazon, but that's just me. I I mean, I've definitely done that here and there, but I like having the discs because it's easier to, hey, borrow a disc or to like go, hey, here, watch some stuff with a disc if you have all your stuff digital. Well, what we we usually do is is we would buy like the Disney movies on Blu-ray. Um, and do digital and then the wife you know during the last couple of days of school they let them do whatever so usually she would take the dvds when they were blu-ray dvd and digital she would take the dvds and then they watch the the cartoon movies but now their internet's so good she doesn't even take the dvds she just logs into netflix or she logs into the amazon where all our <laughs> movies are at and they just stream them so it's like well now we don't even really need to buy the dvds you know so mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something I can't let go of the movies for some reason. I can let go of games now, but I can't let go of movies. But it took me a long time to let go of games. <laughs> it's very rare that I'll even buy a movie these days. I'll just eh, it'll it'll show up on Netflix or Hulu or one of the streaming services that I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see it in a year or two. Well, it's like I still buy the Marvel movies, but they always show up on Netflix, which that's going away. They'll show up yeah, on the, going the Disney that's Plus. Gone now. Oh, no is more it? Will show up. That's like right. Captain Marvel will be the first one that will not go to Netflix. That's right. I forgot about that. So, but you know, I yeah, it's like Alex said he was impatient, so he bought the digital Spider Verse. I almost did too, and it's like eh, I can wait another couple of weeks and and get the disc here in the mail, and then watch the digital. <laughs> I have my uh, movies anywhere account tied to an old coworker of mine who had his tied to his voodoo. So I just have all 300 of the videos that he and oh, his geez. sister have purchased. And yeah. I'm like, it's fine. He'll buy it. He'll buy it eventually. Yeah. It'll show up. Well, that's what my niece and my, my niece and her husband do. And my brother, they have my Amazon login and I have, I have all my digital movies tied to my movies anywhere, which is tied to Amazon and voodoo and all that. So they just log into the voodoo. And when my, they don't even go to the movie theater and watch the Marvel movies anymore because they know day one, I'm going to have the Marvel, movie or the star wars movie on digital so they just watch it that way and i'm fine with that i don't care i mean it doesn't bother me it's fine but i just i can't let go of digital or physical movies for something but anyway nathaniel bought a, a, a an xbox one <laughs> he got a new a 4K tv <laughs> for his 4k blu-ray player did you have you well, played who cares about that yeah have you ever have <laughs> did you play any of the games on the 4k tv i have played uh apex on both PC and Xbox. Yeah, how's the, how's yeah. the the difference of it with which I know you have a big, you know, you have a pretty robust computer anyway. So I mean, yeah, it looks really good on the computer. The only difference is I think when you're in the dropship flying in on Xbox, I can tell there's a lot less overall detail everywhere. Yeah, but it still looks really good on the TV. Yeah, and when you're in game, it's like it, other than like hey, you're controlling it with a controller versus mouse and keyboard. It's right, pretty much the same as far as how it looks. Yeah, well, that's cool. I, I was I was curious to get your input because I knew you had a, a computer that pretty much ran a 4K anyway, and a, you know a monitor. That I've was, had a 4K monitor. I've got a 4240 yeah. monitor, so it's yeah. like one step below that. But, yeah, but yeah. still, yeah, it was pretty. It was it was a step up from 1080p anyway. So I was kind of yeah. curious to see. It's very high refresh though, so the high frame rates I can get all of it, so that makes it for a nice PC. Yeah. What TV did Experience. you? What What TV did you get? I got a 65 inch T 
TCL one, so it's all Roku. Oh, TV. okay. Yeah. Well, still, I mean... It works something. really, really nice. It's got HDR in it, Dolby Vision and stuff, so... Yeah, well, and that's the... It's got some of the pretties. Well, and that's the trick, is finding, you know, when you're buying a 4K TV, is you want to make sure it's got this, and you want to make sure it's got that. You know, like, my TV is a 4K TV, and it does 4K. It does TV shows and YouTube and stuff like that in 4K, but it doesn't have the newest hdr it's got an older hdr so so it yeah, doesn't like, work with the xbox like, uh, tvs are getting complicated they are they're it's getting the way too complicated and the hdr 10 standard which is kind of what most are right. kind of gone to at this point i think yeah. not that i know a ton about it but it looks very pretty yeah i mean you know my thing is with my 4k tv is it's 55 inches I bought it for $200, it's 4K, and it looks really, really good when we watch TV and we watch movies in 4K on it, and that's all I care about. I don't care about yeah. gaming on it. So That's all I care about. It yeah. looks good. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, but, you know, when this one, and I don't know when this one's going to go. This one here behind me is still pumping out just fine, and it's almost 13 years old, so... You know, someday I'll get a TV, and I'll yeah. When this one goes out, and I'll probably get a 4K TV then. And yeah, by that time, probably the new PlayStation and the new Xbox will be out, and they'll do some kind of crazy 8K thing. And I'll (laughs) get out of here. So who knows? But anyway, so uh, you played. uh, What did you play on the on the Xbox One X besides Apex? I played played Apex, which was one of the better looking things on there I played so far. I got. Uh, the Xbox I got has all the Metro games packed in, mm-hmm. so I'm starting with Metro 2333. I've played probably half of that game before, way back in the past. Right. Yeah, on, on original PC. before Redux even yeah, versions came out, so yeah. it's oh, yeah, been a while. So then I'm starting to recognize at the beginning, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this, and now I'm kind of past where it played. So. Yeah, I, uh, I I have it for PS4, and I think I'm like halfway through. I even used the. Uh, because I played it before on PC and I knew how difficult it was going to be, I used the uh, easier mode. Yeah, you know, shame me, whatever. Yeah, I don't I care. Like, I got like halfway through and I got distracted by other games. I would like to go back and finish it because I do like that whole Metro universe a lot. I'm very yeah. interested in what goes on. Yeah, I figured I'd play them just because if I started with the third one and then went back, it wouldn't be as good as just going straight through them. Right. So I haven't done the new one yet, even though it came with it. Game does a very good, those games do a very good job making you feel alone. Yeah, yourself. yeah. I've played a little bit of them on PlayStation 3, and I, they're on Game Pass on Xbox One. I don't know about alone, because at least with Metro 2033, the first half, you're with people that entire time. Um, Like Last Light, from what I remember, yeah, you're with people for a while, but then the parts of it where you're by yourself. Because I just got like... to a part in the middle where you've gotten sort of to the surface in a ruined city in the middle of like snow and all this stuff, and you have to make sure your mask is on the whole time there. Yeah. Versus yeah. when you're still I know where that part is. I'm, so, I'm a little bit yeah. further after that piece. Yeah, that's kind of where you start to be a little bit more alone because you're trying to catch up to this other guy that you were with, and yeah, it's a lot different, a lot more monsters running around by the time you get out there. Yeah, but it's still for an old game. It still looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, especially the uh, Redux version looks looks really. Yeah, I believe it's also it's one of the Xbox One X enhanced ones. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. So it's on a decent resolution. Yeah, looks pretty good on there. Uh, the new one's definitely going to look way better, but... <laughs> yeah. For all games, not bad. I also bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey because they're doing a big Ubisoft sale this week. Yeah, it's only 20 bucks, I think, isn't it? Like, the regular version, I think, is 
four or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I got the gold one because it was slightly more, and that way I get the DLC that I didn't have on the PC version. Yeah, I've spent a hundred hours completing it on PC. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want it again, and so I've started over and played a bit, and it looks really nice because it has the HDR in it. Yeah. So the lighting that was already really good in that game is even better. Yeah. The HDR gives it a lot more contrast and stuff to it, so just colors and everything pop. Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm I'm not sure how much I'll get back into that one, but I'm gonna definitely gonna try and play a lot of it. Yeah, helps. Like it helps to play it again, you know, with a, being a little prettier. I mean, that always helps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's just different. It's on my big TV, but the frame rate is a little bit less there. Yeah. Than on you know the PC, it's buttery smooth. The one thing, buttery. the one game I would love to play on an Xbox One X just to see the difference in it is uh, the original Red Dead Redemption. They. They did some 4K upscaling with that game, and just some mm-hmm. of the pictures, sample pictures that I'd seen of it, it looks really awesome. I would love to play just like 20 minutes of it just to see how much better it looks with the upgrades and on the 4K on the uh, on the Xbox One X. So maybe when the next Xbox comes out, it'll be backwards compatible with the 360. So <laughs> Who knows? I'm not going to run out and buy an X now, but you know, there's been a couple times I mean, that... We get all emulated or whatever you can. Continue doing that in the future, I would assume. Yeah. Especially if they've seen how popular it's been here, they're and you know they're going to be like, it has to be on the next one. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that with the backwards compatibility part of it. Yeah. I think that's, that's even if it's just thing. okay, you can download it to play it. Even right. at that that level, if it's there, it's still better than nothing. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Well, so that's, that's kind of what I've been playing. All right, well, let's hop into the news real quick. We got a lot to talk about, but it's mostly just skim over. A lot of it, we've uh, a lot of it's yeah. kind of old news for most people yeah. because we were where we missed a week. But I still wanted yeah. to talk about it. Um, Activision uh, Blizzard laid off like a lot of people um, not too long. It's like eight hundred people. I think it was like a quarter of. It was a lot. Yeah. It's, I'm waiting for the thing to load up here. For some reason, it's not loading. It's just sitting here spinning. But um, I, I read something like it was almost like a quarter, 8% is what it was. That's right. Uh, let's see. And what was bad was is they laid people off, and then that afternoon they did their earnings uh, call where they talked about making the most money that they have ever made in forever with that company but they laid off eight percent of their workforce right before the call um which really man the internet exploded when that happened it was i mean right well you know yeah. they, they say uh, a penny saved is a penny earned yeah that's that's what they say <laughs> yeah i mean in the fourth the fourth quarter earnings reports states that activision blizzard will actually increase the size of its development teams on their biggest franchises enabling teams to accelerate the pace and, qual- and quality of their product um, but they did lay off, like I said, 800 people. They did downsize quite a bit. The one thing that kind of surprised me with the layoffs was is it was said that there would be no new frontline releases from Blizzard this year. Um, which I mean, it's not that surprising. Well, I mean, it's not that surprising, but it is, you know, it is kind of shocking that you know they're not going to get you know another warcraft expansion this year or well maybe they don't that doesn't necessarily mean we won't get another warcraft expansion maybe that's not considered a mainline release for them anymore i don't know it still makes a ton of money for them so i cannot imagine them not you know saying that that's not a mainline release i mean that's 
you know, that's got to be a, I forget how many millions of dollars a month that makes for, you know, Activision. Um, it is. There's plenty of money to be made there. So. Yeah, I mean, it is. But I mean, Blizzard doesn't really, it has like maybe one of their properties as a thing that doesn't really make them tons of money, but pretty much almost every single one of their games mm-hmm. that's current makes them a decent amount of money. Even like Diablo still makes them quite a bit of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and. Maybe yeah. not as much as the others, but they're making it from like that. Hearthstone, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. World of Warcraft, like pretty much everything's like here, money. Yeah, yeah, money, and, take and, it, please. You know, especially with the loot boxes, with or whatever it is that they have in. Um, <laughs> that, that shows you how much I know about uh, uh, Overwatch. <laughs> you know, you know, with the with the skins, I guess, and the things that they sell on Overwatch probably is a big one. But you know, I mean, you think about how many millions of people are still playing World of Warcraft, paying fifteen dollars a month for an account. I mean, it's it's staggering how much. Yeah, it's still making that sweet money for them. It's yeah, people still playing it. And you know, Battle I, I, I the, the, the my friends still do. Oh yeah, yeah, I have a lot of friends that still play Warcraft, and you know, and you Battle of Azeroth. Yeah, you know, it was a big was one of the biggest releases that they've had for Warcraft in a while. And according to this it says, uh mm-hmm. let's see, low financial performance this year, Activision said twenty eighteen benefited from the release of World of Warcraft Battle of Azeroth, whereas we are not planning any major frontline releases for twenty nineteen. Uh softness of in game revenue that will take time to stabilize and return growth. Yada yada yada. But you know, I think it's it was it was kind of we we kind of saw the writing on the wall there was a lot of rumors going around for quite a while that you know that this was going to happen but man to 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 get that a uh, get that pink slip and then that afternoon you hear their press release about how they've made more money this year and they've yeah. been more profitable and everything like that <laughs> we're getting rid of you but yeah. we're making more money because of it yeah it's it kind of really sucked and because of that you know that was one of the things that the aclu wanted you know they want to kind of try to unionize uh the gaming industry and i i don't know i go back and forth with that we are a union household so you know my wife is a member of the union and the teachers union and it's a it's been a good thing for us but you know, sometimes unions can be bad too. I mean, it just it just depends. It all depends I don't know. on the union and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if you know if game devs and stuff having a union would. I don't know. I, I guess it would help being surprised by things like this. Um, you know, you'd have some kind of representation if something bad went happened that you know was untreated. You know, you were treated unfairly. But I don't know if uh, if it would have really helped. Uh, a situation where, you know, a company says we just can't afford to keep you anymore and we don't need this position. Because it wasn't just like it was devs. I mean, it was all the way from, you know, social media management to, you know, office workers to, you know, it was it was everything. It wasn't just like they shut down uh, an entire dev team and laid them off. It was like, you know, it was more across the board some things they were just phasing out from each department yeah well it's just things they were phasing out that they seem redundant and things like that too but i mean but layoffs are layoffs um and speaking of layoffs guild war developers uh, arena net plans for massive layoffs according to kotaku the That's latest crazy, yeah they're talking you know there's only about 400 people that work at arena net so it's yeah we don't know how big are they oh, working on anything besides yeah, is Guild Wars 2 Guild Wars? still people still playing? Yeah, people still yes. play Guild Wars 2. Um, Last expansion was launched in September 2017, but hmm. I think, uh, 
That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Wildstar shut down. Um, but, you know, according to the latest update that they had of it, you know, there's the management has addressed employees directly in two meetings. According to people that were there, there's still no word on how many people will be laid off, but most employees are still in limbo uh, until they found out if they're effective or affected or not. And I think that's the hardest thing when it comes to that, something like yeah. that. It's just you don't know from day to day if you're going to have a job or not. Um, we're, there's going to be layoffs, but we're not telling you who yeah. or how many. So if you could keep coming to work, that'd be great. Yeah, also, we're yeah exactly. Here. And if you could come in Saturday <laughs> and get those reports also, done. Also, those TPS reports. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that would be great. Uh, that, would be. that would be great. Also, you're going to work out of the basement. Yeah, so, yeah, and that, that sucks. I have been there before, yeah. you know, just... There was, you know, I had a job, well, and you probably, you guys probably remember when I was living, living in North Carolina, we were just chucking right along, having a good time, got a phone call about this time that year, and they said, oh, by the way, you won't have a job when August rolls around. It's like, serious? Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, so, you know, it's like, hey, you're doing a great job, we're doing an incident, but unfortunately, you know, Lowe's didn't pick up our contract, so it expires at the end of August, so it's like sorry so it's like here you're in february you know we're giving you plenty of time to find a new job and this and that and that and this you know that was that was rough at least i had a setup so i could only imagine what it's like you know not knowing and being almost i hate to say strung around strung along but i mean you know sometimes that's the way it is with businesses um devs and publishers get upset with lack of cross play on playstation 4 again so here we go we raised mm. this ugly head this again is because sony is saying hey we're cool we're doing it really awesomely and pretty much everyone else is saying um lies yeah did exactly what they said and they told us no so like lies. Oh, really strange mixed messaging here yeah sure. Um, War Thunder uh, devs uh, and new CEO High Res Stuart Clay asks or asks Sony publicly to include cross crossplay support with their game through posts on Twitter. And shortly after an interview, Sony Interactive uh, Worldwide Studios chairman said that Sony was open to crossplay, but that publishers and developers needed to take necessary steps to get there. <laughs> so. I, uh, and he outlines these specific steps of like, oh, talk with your PlayStation account manager and these other things, and then like, people have said most the most like high profile one was the uh, CEO of Chucklefish, who yep. does Wargroove and some other stuff before that, like publishes it. Said, hey, we did that. They told us no. Yeah, Wargroove was one. We did that, it repeatedly for weeks and weeks. Yeah, they were the ones really uh, in the forefront here the past couple of weeks of wanting crossplay on Wargroove. It's crossplay literally on every other console, but PlayStation yeah. four. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't see how crossplay isn't a big, is a big deal. Like cross progression or like anything monetized, like that type of thing. Sure. I can see the hiccups there, but just letting people play like the pool bigger means more yeah. people for everyone. And like, it's, just like, come on. I don't know. You know, you, and you sell more, you'd sell more games, you know, because if somebody like, well, like, okay, with Wargroove that we're going to be doing a review on, I have it on Switch. Robert has it on Switch. You guys have it on PC. It's like, but we could all sit down and play together if we want to. Um, I don't Another know. Thing, I don't see it in here, but I've seen it in uh, some other article somewhere where Sony had basically said something, well, it's more complicated than flipping the Switch and yada, yada, yada. And then, like, literally somebody, like, responded to that like all we have to do is flip a switch 
it's set up. Just let me flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, sure. Give me the okay. word, boss, and I'll some flip cases, that switch. Yeah. There are certainly some cases out there where it's built that way for cross-platform. All they have to do is probably just say, hey, you know, it's to PS4, and then they're done. <laughs> I'm sure it's more complicated than just... Right. Literally flipping a switch. There, it, this well, is a lot of he said, she said. Work basically, so all they have to do is flip a switch because it's there already. They're not. And I get that, but we're only getting like parts of the story here. We're not. We don't really get to see the full conversation. The dev says they just tell me no. Yeah. I'm sure they're giving some explanation to well, it. And I, I, yeah, if, but Sony's still dumbasses. They're stupid. They're I, dragging for something they shouldn't be. Like, let people play together. It works fine everywhere else. Yeah. Why not you all wait because you're the big guy in the blocking? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. We've sold that's 10 it. billion consoles. We don't need cross-play. That's, that's the their... And, and, okay, I was going to save this for the, for the other thing, but I'm going to go ahead and rant now. <laughs> I think... I think not only with the cross-play, pro, the pro, cross-play issues, I think... I think Microsoft has a unique opportunity that come E3 to, since Sony is not going to be there in any way, shape, or form, to come out with a new the announcement of their new console, whether it comes out in 2020 or 2021. They announce it with some specs. They say what it's going to have, you know, and if it's going to have backwards compatibility, if it's going to have cross-platform, you know, play with other people, if it's going to have everything that everybody wants. I think that's going to take a lot of steam away from Sony whenever they do announce their next console. I mean, this is just like flip-flop from last generation. Mm-hmm. The person on the company that's on top isn't caring as much, so the company that's like trying to play catch-up does all these different strategies that people are like, oh, hey, that's cool. And the next consoles come out and it just flips around. But you know what? It always we does may that. see that again. It, we it, may not, but yeah. that seems to be kind of... It feels like that's what's shaping up to happen with all the different things that like Microsoft is kind of doing to sort of set themselselves up for the mm-hmm. future. And then Sony's just out here doing things like this cross-play stuff that people are like, well, why aren't you letting us do this, Sony? So just like from PR perspective, a little bit of it seems like we have that as a setup. No, right. it may not happen that way, but yeah, it kind of feels that way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it really does. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct while we were gone. Um, just going to hit on some of the games that were announced. There's uh, actually kind of a couple since we were on. Yeah, there actually was uh, the the one that was that one that happened the other day that I didn't put in the show notes. Uh, they the showed uh, those the Pokemon Sword the Pokemon. And Shield. Um, they showed like seven minutes of the. You know, it was it was a short <laughs> little thing. Um, you know, but yeah. it's a Pokemon game. It's it's a real official RPG Pokemon game on a home console. Finally. I've only been waiting 20 years for this, you know, so. 20. Only 20. Yeah, only 20, you know, so. Yay. Yay. So that's a day one buy for me. But anyway, so uh, Super Mario Maker 2 was announced. No big shock there coming to the Switch. I figured that would be one that would, would come. Um, I mean, maybe, but you didn't know, like, this was actually bigger, I think, than it could have been. Because it could have just been like, here's a port of it, yay. But no, this is actually a sequel that's adding stuff to it. Yeah. And it looks cool. They showed off, like, a lot of the new stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. Well, I have a feeling that since it was so heavily dependent on two screens, that by the time they would have reworked it anyway, it would have been easier just to have made a whole new game than it would be. But they could have done that, too, like, the same way they did kind of like Mario Kart 8. Yeah. So it could be, like, mostly the same content. It's just on the new platform. We rejiggered it so it works well but yeah. content wise it's the same but no there's new stuff here so that's nice to see. 
Yeah, and I, I I love that game. Not so much making the levels. I enjoyed more downloading people's levels and yeah. playing yeah. them than I did. That's where I'm at. Yeah, so yeah, play all the weird levels that you're like, that's crazy. Yeah, do I do don't that? even know how to do this. <laughs> I, yeah, um, they talked about the Super Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate 3.0 update with um, the new Amiibo figures and um, you know all that kind you of said stuff. Jester's Metal. coming. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid Snake and uh, Castlevania, uh, Simon Belmont uh, Amiibo figures. I really want that Belmont Amiibo. That looks pretty sweet. All of them look pretty good. Yeah, they all look good, but I don't want all of them. I mean, I do, but I don't. I'm <laughs> done with Amiibos. Just I done. I just, I just get the ones that I really, really, really want. You know, to have. Those are the only ones I ever get. So I went so hard on those when they first came out. I'm, I'm not camping out for another Amiibo ever again. No, oh, I don't camp out for. Them. <laughs> I don't camp out for any of them. Um, Box Boy and Box Girl um, is coming out with it's a brand new game, 270 stages, and it has two player co op. Um, it's the first time the Box Boy series has been on the Switch. Um, it was on the 3DS uh, before. It's a very interesting game. It's a cool, cool title. Um, there's an update to Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Um, it adds uh, co op mode, um, it adds new DLC that's paid. It's like six bucks. Um, Get you all new levels and things like that to play co op. Pretty cool. Showed a little bit more of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which looks awesome. Um, the big one was they've redone Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening from the Game Boy. Um, it looks so good. It yeah, does. I dig it has this a, art style. I do too. I really dig that art style. That was style. a good way to end the direct because you have like kind of a cutscene part where you're not sure what it is at first, and then you see like Link's hat and stuff, and you're like, "Oh yeah. crap, what is this?" And then you're like, "Oh hey, it's Link's Awakening." I was but gonna say, it's, color it got cool like yeah. 3D spikes and stuff. As soon as I saw that rain and the and the raft, I went, Man, "Is that Link's? Are they doing Link's Awakening? Holy crap!" I think <laughs> Link's like, Awakening is, see, is the only Zelda game I've ever completed. Yeah. I could see that. It was a good game. Um, and, mm-hmm. But the art style on this one is just tremendous. I can't wait until yeah. that comes out. Um, we already talked about Tetris 99. Uh, Bloodstained uh, Ritual of the Night comes out this uh, uh, summer. Um, that's the Castlevania uh, game from the Castlevania guys that uh, mm-hmm. kickstarted it. looks pretty cool. Um, I actually pre-ordered that one because it's only $40 on Amazon, and I think it's supposed to be 60 or something like that. So I thought, oh, let me go ahead and pre-order that. Uh, <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered's coming out on, uh, on, uh, on Switch May 21st. It'll actually have the uh, Vita version of uh, Liberation, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, they did the Vita all, lives. Yep. They talked. Oh, Vita lives, even though they stopped making it as of yesterday. So <laughs> they, they have officially oh. quit making it. So um, Fire Emblem Three Houses looked really, really cool. I had pre-ordered that before the Amazon discount went away, and then I stupidly pre-ordered the collector's edition because I actually got a copy. <laughs> so now it's like, mm. well, okay, I'll just buy the collector's edition even though I was only going to buy the regular edition because those collector's editions are so hard to get. And I just got lucky when they came back up on Amazon and went, oh. So I'll decide on which one I'm going to keep. Um, Hellblade, uh, Soon as Sacrifice is coming out on the Switch. I'm interested to see how this one looks and runs. I didn't get a chance to play it. But definitely not as nice as the original. It it looked like it was very scaled down. As a port goes, 
it looked pretty good. And it's also that game isn't. I don't know. I can see how they can scale it down pretty well and make it still look really good because it's not like masses of like enemies everywhere and yeah. giant vistas for the most part. It's like very isolated a lot of the times, especially when you're on the interior mm-hmm. stuff. It could probably look pretty similar. But yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a cool game. Come uh, to the Switch. Why not? Let yeah. more people play it. Game called uh, Deltarune, I guess is how you say it. Deltarune. I don't Deltarune. Deltarune. Um, it's it's uh, kind of like a, it's related to Undertale. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the first the first chapter is free, and it finally came out yesterday, I believe. Uh, I, you could pre-order it, even though it was free. It was a free pre-order, and I think it just automatically downloaded last night. I haven't played it yet. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World. I played the demo of that on the Switch. That game is fantastic. It looks so good. If you have not played the demo, give it a whirl. It is it is a very pretty game. Um, and then finally, Final Fantasy VII and Final Wrong. Fantasy IX. What's that? GameSpot, shame on them for not putting everything in here because they missed some stuff. That was, like, one of them was like, um, oh crap, was the, it's like the Harvest Moon type series that I can't remember the name off the top of my head now. Oh, wow. Um, but it's, uh, like, yeah. Rune Factory or something like that. No, that's Rune, right. Rune oh. Factory. Rune, was it, Is Rune, that right? it was, yeah, it was Rune Factory. Yeah, Rune Factory is like that. But yeah, they have like a port of the game, and then they have the titles of like, oh, we're doing the next one too. Yeah, but yeah. Also, in my mind, more importantly, they skipped out the awesome new looking game from Platinum Games that's uh, called Astral Chain. Yeah, they did, didn't they? I totally that's forgot not that. That's strange, because that was a big one. Spot. Yeah, that yeah, was a very a big, big one. one. Yeah, that it's is. It's got a lot of uh, the big designers from some of the other Platinum, you know, previous Platinum games and stuff. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that one. It looked really, really neat. Yeah, it looked so, really cool. I And it comes out in, like, August. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know why they didn't put that on there. I, it was on the Game IGN spot. one, and I I didn't include the IGN link on there. I actually your your recap is lacking. I missed a few things. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and uh, the, the last one on here was Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX. Now, Final Fantasy IX is already available. I will. I actually like eight and nine better than I like seven. So when nine came out, uh, I actually bought it. And I actually regret buying it on the Switch. And I will tell you why. Um, Because it is not a port of the PlayStation 2 version. It is a port of the mobile version. So the characters are up-resed and look really nice. But those pre-rendered backgrounds are brown, blurry, and gray. And they look horrible. And I can't get past that when I play it. Because I know I've got it down here on the PlayStation. I'm like, it looks better on the PlayStation. It should have been a PlayStation port, not a mobile port. Um, So, be forewarned, ye who buy (laughs) Final Fantasy games on the Switch. Because... Seven's probably going to be the same way, and I was well. I'm saying no to seven anyway. I'm not, but anyhow, but be warned that go watch some let's play videos before you dive in and make sure that's what you want to buy. Because as great as nine is, those background graphics are just brown crap. (laughs) That's just absolutely. I mean, it's sad. The characters look so shiny and clean and crisp and HD, but those backgrounds just. Ugh. So, mm. uh, um, Reggie is retiring. 
Doug Bowser is going to take his place over at Nintendo of America. That's the funniest part. It is the so funniest perfect. part. His name is Bowser, and he's taken over Nintendo. So good luck with that. Oh. But I almost hate to see Reggie go. I like Reggie. Um, I always enjoy uh, watching him on stage, you know, doing presentations and stuff like that. Yeah, he's definitely of all the different uh, current CEOs and people that are kind of like public faces. He's yeah. one of the more recognizable. Ones. Yeah, and he he always seems like he's having a good time. They did those crazy. <laughs> videos for a while yeah he seems a lot more personal down to earth um says he's going to take time and spend time with his family and stuff like that so you know go back and work for little caesars maybe (laughs) (laughs) we haven't seen the last no i don't i don't think we've seen the last reggie i think that we've seen the last of him in the gaming oh i do too i think uh, we'll see him in something else i don't think we'll see him in gamings anymore because i mean we're ahead of nintendo of america for Many years, what are you going to do after that that would right. be like better than that? So why not try a different challenge somewhere else? Yeah. Well, yeah he was, he was what, prison for 15 years, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It will be f- 15 years when he retires. Lots of good successes under his belt. Well, not all him. I mean, no, but there's. Nintendo through a lot of things. Yep. Um, speaking of uh, Microsoft, there is a, or uh, uh, Nintendo, there is a rumor that Microsoft is planning on bringing Xbox Game Pass and more to the Switch. Um, actually, they the rumor is that they're going to bring uh, Game Pass and Project X Cloud to the Switch. Um, that is very interesting. Um, they don't, you know, nobody has officially come out and said how they're doing it yet. Um, you know, I know we kind of talked off air the other day after we did the review podcast, my feelings on the game pass coming to the switch is probably going to be if you, if you uh, are a paid subscriber to game pass on Xbox, you could probably, it will probably carry over to the switch or you can just pay on it on the switch and any game that is on game pass that is also available on switch. You could download and play under the game pass banner that's what i think it's going to be because i don't know at this point i don't think the project x cloud is where they want it at to be able to offer x cloud in the game pass to stream halo or forza or something to the switch i think eventually it will but i think right now it's just just a way to get more subscribers to game pass i mean we don't know how far out this potentially or is, anyway. even is something that will actually come out or not or if it's right. something they're talking about or testing or you know what it actually may be when it comes out is like oh it's not quite as cool as what we imagined it would be right. just a no. well and you know um the they they've already do some streaming games in japan um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is streamed. Uh, you can buy it and stream it directly to the Switch in Japan. Um, and I forget what the other one was. There was another one. Was it Resident Evil? Maybe. Maybe Resident Evil 7? Yeah, that was it. I heard kind of not great things about that. I actually watched some Let's Play videos. You could do the test... Uh, or you could do you could do the demo for Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the Japanese store, but the trouble is is you have to sign in with all Japanese, and I never could do it because I couldn't yeah. get it translated. But apparently, some other people who know Japanese did, and they did some live streams of it, and it actually looked like it worked pretty good. Um, it looked nice, and I, I have a feeling if it's anything like the Google Play, or not the Google Play, the Google Google Cloud thing that I did with assassin's creed it'll it would probably work all right on the switch um 
Yeah, I'm kind of curious how that's, yeah, you know, yeah. what the game's being available. Well, speaking of uh, Google and rumors, or, well, not even rumors, but just vague things we don't know anything about yet, they're having a uh, announcement or something they're doing at GDC. Mm-hmm, I saw So that. it'll be interesting to see if that's just like, hey, we're talking about some stuff that we did with the streaming, and it's not much, or if it's like, oh, hey, by the way, we have this cool new product we're doing or whatever. It'll be yeah. interesting to see if it's a thing or not. Um... I was curious to know. And apparently, one one of the other things that the rumor is, is is Microsoft is looking to publish games on the Switch. One of them was Ori and the Black For- or Blind Forest was one that, that a be lot of awesome people that were Switch saying that they were on the Switch. It's deceptively simple because like, oh, it's mm-hmm. a 2D Met- Metroidvania style game. Surely it'll run there, but yeah, that game's like a lot harder to run than yeah. some other ones like that would because it's got a lot going on. With all the different like special effects and just like the quality of the graphics, but if you could run on the Switch, that would be a really cool yeah. title. And that kind of goes into yeah, it would be. And that kind of goes into my anything else with the Project X Cloud and and things like that. And I'd I'd said this when we talked off air. I'm really beginning to wonder if this X Cloud Project X Cloud thing takes off and does really well. And when I mean does when I say do, do does really well, I mean runs really well on wherever they put it i'm wondering is if this you know we'll have the next xbox i'm wondering if after that which is you know the next next console generation not not what's coming out in the next couple of years but after that if microsoft would just get out of the hardware business completely and just go strictly licensing xcloud on whatever nintendo consoles out there or fire tv or yeah. whatever apple thing it is or whatever to me, I think they could make more money, and still they could still Maybe. have Halo. They could still have Forza, you know, because you could do it on it PC. It depends. And... It depends a lot on how things go between now and then. Right. I think there's too many variables now to be able to call it. If they could, they might, but they might just be like, "No, we still want to put our hardware out." Yeah. Well, and I think it'll also be interesting to see what they do with the next console because we keep hearing there's going to be two SKUs. One that's going to be a high-end regular console that takes media and and yeah. you can download, and then there's going to be a diskless system that's only if for streaming and download. If we don't hear anything about whatever their new console by E3 this year, then I think that would be weird. I think that's the perfect opportunity to at least announce something oh, about I do it. Too. If they don't, then it would be like, well, that... I don't know, that's odd. You should at least tell us something, especially with the opportunity they'll have about, like, nobody else there to really do that. Yeah, I mean, with them being the only ones there, I mean, this is is their chance to get a stab ahead or a, a step ahead of Sony. Yeah, we don't know when Sony's going to do their own thing. I'm going to assume it's probably going to be after E3 at this point. It's not going to be before. You know, other than getting information out before everybody else, which I mean, you know, I don't know if just having the information out there does anything. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, as long as they don't pull a Sega <laughs> that <laughs> says, you know, that they're at E3 and goes, the Sega Saturn's available today. You can go to the store right now and buy it for $300. And then Sony gets up, or for $500. And then Sony gets up and says, our PlayStation will be out in September. It'll be $200. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> <Mic> drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think this year's E3 is actually going to be very interesting to see because with Microsoft being really the only, I mean, we know Nintendo will have their Nintendo Direct that they always have during E3, but, but Microsoft's going to be the only console manufacturer with boots on the ground there, so they could really potentially that well, yeah, Sunday. I think Nintendo still, I assume, will still have their booth, but Sony yeah. not having a booth is going to be so weird. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I really wonder if it's it's going to come back and you know bite them i don't know i don't i don't know you know so many people nowadays say that e3 is not that important it's not that big a deal it's not what it used to be i don't know if i agree with that or not i, I still uh, think it's got a place yeah I it does have a place it's called hey here's this cool thing that we can hype up and get everybody talking about games yeah. all at the same time and people know to expect it even who are even in the gaming industry a lot of places will cover it, like you know, all your big magazines or news sites that don't really just do, you know, gaming only. They'll come with like, "Hey, here's what happened at the E3 show." Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. There's and... nothing else other than that. You know, like PAX isn't really built for that, right? And some of the other conferences they just have other different kind of focuses. Versus like E3 is still this right big kind of hype moment around games where everybody can be like "Ooh, look at all the new stuff mm-hmm. right well and then now with with all these rumors of microsoft and nintendo working together and this and that and that and this i mean it could if they announce that stuff at e3 and microsoft announces a new console it's just like let's put a boot on sony's throat and see what they can come up with you know it's kind of like <laughs> all right we've curb stomped you now can you come back and give you know what can now what do you got you know i mean it, it's going to be interesting I mean, it's it's really going to be interesting, I think. Um, but yeah, so but that's all I've got. Has anybody got anything else? Eric's frozen. It looks like he's asleep. Oh, now he's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it was hilarious. It was it, you were just frozen like this with your eyes closed. And it was just kind of like, is is he froze or did he fall asleep? That is. The <laughs> um, I'm awake. So say, I'm trying to think if we got anything coming up. I'm going to be real busy for with work here the next couple, well, month or more. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to crank out any live streams. And we're not real sure about the next episode of the podcast. Um, it may be some, a couple Saturdays that we do things. Uh, we do have the we are going to do the review podcast at the end of the month. Come hell or high water, um, and it's War Groove. And we've already got April's game, which is. Farbu, Fubu, I don't know how you say it. Fubu. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I can look it up. Furby. Furby. Um, I, I don't know. I can't it's remember. Not, I guarantee it's not Furby. It's, it's not, not Furby. Furby. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the new Furby game coming out. I thought it was like Fimbu. Fimbu. I mean, that's it. Fimbu. See, I can't even remember what it was called. But it's like a uh, Norse uh, mythology game. It takes place after Ragnarok has happened. So the story sounds really cool. I have no idea about the gameplay or anything. Graphics look very interesting. Um, it's already out on Switch and PC, I believe. Um, but yeah, that'll be our April game to review. So we got some time to dig into that, but Wargroove is, uh, this month and I'm, I'm excited to talk about some Wargroove cause it's, it's, it's Fimble. Fimble. That's right. It's F-I-M-B-U-L. Fimble. Yeah. It's, it, I'm, I haven't gotten up on my Norse mythology in, a, in quite a while, but I know that's a significant thing in Norse mythology. So but anyway, that will be a very cool game to uh, to talk about. Hopefully, I, like say, I have no idea going into it. The developer or the PR guys just sent me codes out of the blue the other day and said, "Here you go." So, 
and I don't even remember if I asked them. <laughs> they just showed up. So there you go. So all right. Well, if we got nothing, if we got nothing else, um, we're going to call this a show. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening and hanging out in the chat with us. If you don't catch us live, you might want to try if you get the chance. Um, ask us questions on the fly. You can see Eric going to sleep over there like he is right now or crawling, crawling around on the floor his... <laughs> and under his couch that's a, and... chasing a cat that's, a, that's yeah. right that's a one time one time experience <laughs> you know, never... maybe maybe you'll see the cats again maybe like, you know me on the futon but you're not gonna see them getting into stuff well that's it for this week's show guys thanks so much for listening and subscribing on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can check us out on Twitter. Uh, the site's Twitter feed is at GL underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at JCMeadows94. Eric's at, at Cube00. Nathaniel is at Polygon underscore wizard. And Robert is at BobbyB underscore 87. We also live stream this podcast uh, recording uh, over at twitch.tv slash the gamers lounge um you can hang out in the chat um catch the stream early um we do a little pre-recording talk where we just talk about nonsense uh or what's on our minds and we talk a little bit after the recording of the show too um it's a great way to interact with us um we could take your questions live interject your comments into the show um and if you're a regular listener uh, you know uh, just by listening to this podcast that uh you can hear that so Please uh, check us out on Twitch. Uh, let it run in the background uh, so you can listen to it before it hits iTunes and uh, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, you can also support us through Twitch. Uh, we are now Twitch affiliates, so you can subscribe to us. If you're an Amazon Prime member and you're also a Twitch member, link that account. Amazon gives you a free Prime membership uh, each month to a uh, Twitch streamer of your choice for free. Um, that does help us pay the bills and keep the lights on. Uh, Matt streams every Wednesday uh, on the uh, Twitch channel, um, and he picks a different game, um, sometimes what he may be reviewing, uh, what he may be into. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I may uh, be jumping in with him on some games. Uh, we both have uh, review codes for Wild West Online as soon as that uh Alpha opens back up again so we could play it. We are going to do some live streams of me and him playing together, which will be pretty cool. Um, I'm also going to be streaming some uh, live uh, retro games on there as well. I have uh, everything set up for that. I just need to find some time. So please, if you want to uh, hear new content and uh, continue to help us to grow and support us, check us out over at Twitch and Feel free to subscribe, uh, especially if you get that free Twitch Prime account. Um, yeah, definitely you want to subscribe and help us out. It help, Like I said, it helps keep the lights on. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Um, if you have any feedback for the show or have any questions, um, our email address is podcast at the-gamers-lounge.com. We also have a website. Uh, of the same address uh, where you can check out news, reviews, uh, previews, uh, opinion articles, and other uh, great video gaming content there. Uh, and we appreciate all the support. Um, be sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, podcasts at. Uh, we would appreciate it. The more reviews we get, the higher it pushes us up um, to get on that front page uh, so more people can hear the show. 
guys, once again, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you again next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.